Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. I'm back after a two-week break. I actually had a um, I had a cracked tooth, so I had to go get that looked after, and, and I went to the dentist, and then he ended up giving me some antibiotics, and then I had a I got an allergic reaction to it, so I had to take a break the first week, and then the second week I I went and got my my uh, root I had to get a root canal done, and that was a little bit it hurt, so I had to take a, a two week break, and and uh, I'm healed now, but I still have to go get a crown put in. So, but I, I was able to do the show tonight, and and uh, and welcome you. And, and welcome a friend that I had on, on the show earlier. And, and tonight is my 66th show. So welcome to the show. And, and thank you for tuning in every week. And, and I'm really happy to say that, that the, uh, um, the shows are being streamed live on, on uh, my YouTube channel, on Twitter, and on, on, on the group page, and, and on my personal page. And I also want to thank Safe at Home Manitoba for for um, sponsoring me. They they were giving out grants in Manitoba to to uh, different organizations and art organizations, and and they allowed allowed me to get some new equipment that I needed to run this show and and to uh, keep paying for my my um, podcast and and uh, internet that I have to use. So it really helped me out a lot with with the with the show and. And also, it also supporting the artists that I interview, and and uh, for people to stay home during COVID, and uh, it, the numbers are going down slowly around the world, but we still need to be um, diligent by staying safe, wearing our masks, and and sanitize and and uh, social distance. So I want to thank Safe at Home Manitoba for for providing me with a grant. So thank you so much. And Raquel, she says hello from Long Lake First Nation. Hi, welcome to uh, welcome to the show. And Belinda Vandenbrook, she's uh, my relative. So wonderful and endeavor to showcase our artists. And she says good work. Thank you for tuning in. And Rochelle says she's watching from Swan Lake. So welcome to the show. And uh, I just want to say happy International Women's Day to all the beautiful women around the world. And, and uh, I just have some exciting news that 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 uh, we we Manitoba Music did a show tonight and showcased a bunch of awesome, talented artists from beautiful female artists, indigenous artists from from right across Manitoba. And I was lucky to be part of the show, so I'm gonna give them a shout out tonight. Manitoba Music, uh, Jade Harper and Shanine Robinson, thank you so much. And Veronica Saiz, thank you so much for, for uh, um, letting allowing us to perform our, our music and sharing it with the beautiful women across uh, Manitoba. I also want to give a shout out to to Tracy Crandall from the Kikiwak. She's one of the most one of the most friendliest waitress you can uh, ever come across. And uh, if you ever go to eat at the Kikiwak, and I know Delbert and, and uh, um, Lucero, sorry, <laughs> I forgot your first name, but it, I'll, we'll get it later, but they were both at Kikiwak, and I'm sure Tracy served them too, so I want to give a big shout out to, to Tracy, 
And my other awesome, exciting news that I have is is uh, I'm part one of the 100 women from across Canada that that that's part of the Universal Women Network, and and um, it's called the the uh, what 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 we're doing is is we're uh, being showcased right across Canada, and and we're also building up towards a book that we're going to be releasing in September. So, so all of the hundred women that are involved in the in the project all wrote wrote stuff about themselves and how they how they uh, how they are in their careers and and sharing their their successes. So, so that's going to come out in September. Meanwhile, there's three trucks with all our our portraits on on the side of the truck and uh, uh, I was listening to the the show earlier because I missed it and and uh, the company the owner of the of the truck company said that one of the trucks alone will get 16 million views from from across Canada and and I believe they drive into the United States too so that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, PR that's going to be going on, and and I'm my show Indigenous Superstars is being represented on on the on these trucks. So it's 16 million times three trucks. So so uh, we're we're going to get a lot of um, PR, and and uh, so I'm really excited for 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 the Indigenous Superstars and all the artists that have been on on um, Indigenous Superstars so far. So that's my really exciting news that I have today. <laughs> And I never even told anyone. I didn't even tell my sister what what uh, was going to happen today. I kept it a secret, and and uh, so that was one of my exciting news. So, like I said, I have what uh, past guest that was on on the show earlier. I believe he was like number six when I first started out, and I invited him to come back because I wanted I, my show has grown and, and the shows get put on to a podcast. And uh, and and the other exciting thing about the podcast was I received uh, an email from from uh, from. <laughs> hey, Efrain, how's it going? Congrats! I'm excited for you. Thanks, Efrain. He's he's always uh, tuning in um, when I have a musical guest. So I'm so happy that he he uh, he he. he um, he's he's part of the audience. And my sister says subscribe and like on YouTube. And Rochelle Kelly says, I can't wait to be on your show sometime. <laughs> That's so awesome. So my guest, my show number 66 is the awesome Delbert Anderson Trio. And, and I interviewed Delbert. Um, like I said, he was my sixth guest when I first started out. And I'm glad that he uh, he took a risk on, on, on me to be on the show because I was just starting out then. And, and uh it was a real, it, it was it was a, a real strange time because that's when COVID first happened and and we were getting into new normals of of um, you know staying home, social distance, or, or just like the music stopped, but it really didn't. We we just had to think of, about new ways. <clears throat> excuse me, new ways of 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 sharing our music, and we we found it through doing it through um, online online concerts and, and streaming online. Hey, Pura Fay. Uh, yay, love the, love them, love Delbert. Hey, ever cool. <laughs> so I'm just going to go on, go on to read um, 
Delbert's bio. Formed by uh, the Delbert Anderson Trio is formed by award-winning jazz trumpet player Delbert Anderson. The Delbert Anderson Trio is a cutting-edge jazz trio composed of Delbert Anderson on trumpet, Nicholas Lucero on drums, and Mike McLuhan on bass, representing Delbert's Navajo culture through melodies inspired by ancient songs of love and war. It's DDAT. Combine, combines indigenous melodies with modern funk and jazz. We chat about their debut album entitled Manitou, which was recorded at the Tota Theater in Farmington, New Mexico. So please welcome Delbert and Nicholas. That's his name. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rhonda. <laughs> thanks Sorry for that, that, Nick. I always remember your last name because it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool, yeah. I always like traveling when I hear people pronounce it all cool, like Lucero. But I, I always sound horrible. So it's good to see you, Rhonda. Thank you. Nice to see you. But I say it in the Cree accent. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Annette Begay says, congratulations, Delbert Anderson and Ben. And my sister Janet is tuning in. She said, yay. <laughs> so there's... So there's so much happened happened since uh, since we last talked. Oh, there's there's a a bunch of things that happened. Uh, I think uh, a lot. I, I think the biggest changes we went through was we have a full blown team now, um, eight members, uh, band and crew. Uh, half of half of the crew focuses on media film production and we've just been getting help from everyone it seems like and everyone's really been focusing on you know the uh, adventures we're having the progress we're making and it's a really neat concept but the the whole team is really working for us right now and we've been able to get into bigger uh, markets, networking, and all, all, all sorts of things. Uh, we just finished uh, five conferences uh, this, uh, like in January and February. We've uh, <laughs> started more projects uh, here in the U.S. and also in South Africa. And um, wow. there are just a lot of things. Uh, as a band, we have eight projects, but... Uh, I think uh, with the trio and with Didat, we also we're also working with, I would say, uh, three or four other projects. So I think altogether, about thirteen, fourteen projects going on right now that are all getting booked for twenty twenty two and twenty three, and we are sort of set to come out with a pretty big year post COVID. So we're just we've just been so busy. So it seems it seems like um, for you, the, did uh, did COVID make you guys work harder and become more creative, or or like what? Can you tell us about um, like how about why you're so busy? Like, did you find COVID was a blessing for you in disguise? Yeah, absolutely. I think there was a we, we found a pretty quick, a pretty big silver lining right off the bat. You know. I think this year we had so much stuff booked. We we had all kinds of shows over the U.S. and Australia. We had a lot of stuff booked, and 
And um, when all that kind of shut down, it really gave us an opportunity to get a lot of these projects that we had envisioned uh, in, in the previous years off the ground. You know, we've, we've had lots of brainstorming ideas, and, and now with the addition of the team, we have the capability to do these, these larger scale projects. So um, for us, it was a matter of reviving some old projects, um, putting legs on some stuff. And then really the past few years, we've managed to build this really amazing network of other musicians and artists that we've uh, talked to and discussed and um, things like, you know, playwriters and stuff. So um, really sitting down and putting all these moving pieces together to uh, to form some really cool, neat stuff has been, um, yeah, like, like you said, a total blessing in disguise. You know, these are all projects that have taken the last six months, nine months to really put together and to schedule and to get all those parts and pieces uh, uh, lined out. And we would have never had the chance to do that if it had not been for COVID and not been for this kind of weird downtime. Um, and then luckily, the other thing with the media team, too, is is their actual, the base music projects, the Delbert Anderson Trio and the Dat have been really busy um, doing stuff like live streams. You know, we have a, a headquarters that we're in now. We have a full media team, so we've been able to participate and do some wonderful um, live streams in addition to um, getting all this other projects off the ground. So so we're still gigging as much as anybody can gig, you know, in COVID times, but um, with the addition of all these other amazing projects. That's so exciting. Can you tell us, um, can you go into detail with uh, a couple, several of the projects that you're doing? Yeah, I I, I should have made a list. Because <laughs> uh, I, th I think the the very first thing that we're we're known for, a lot of people know us for, is our performance. Uh, we have a Didat performance, and that includes uh, Christopher, Mike Bitta, Mike McLuhan, Nick, and I. And we just pretty much do our show. It's all original music. Uh, it's inspired by uh, my Dinesh spinning songs, which are social songs. So usually the process of that is I simply bring in a melody that's inspired by those spinning songs and Didat creates uh, around it, uh, flips it upside down, inward, outward. And we really start, um, af after we know the basis of the song, we then improvise and start to add in our own individual uh, influences to the music. So that's uh, it's really popular. And we just sort of call that our Didat performance. Uh, the second thing that, uh, I, and I think it's the second uh, most popular project that we have is called the Didat Suite. And uh, Franklin Pylon, he's a friend, he's actually Lakota Sioux, a friend of mine that I uh, met in uh, Eastern New Mexico University. Uh, he, had, I believe he has a master's in uh, composition and conducting. And he took three of the trio's uh, original pieces and formatted them into symphonic band or concert band or wind symphony, uh, pretty much any uh, ensemble. And with Didat. So Didat would be um, sort of backed by an orchestra or a symphony. And we've been um, uh, booking that quite a bit uh, this, this past year. We have places like uh, Flint, Michigan coming up, uh, uh, the Whiting Theater, uh, Sonoma State uh, University, uh, Eastern New Mexico University. That was our premiere and so we, we have a lot of um, universities and also professional symphonies that are booking uh, this suite. And it's 18 minutes long. But uh, before that, we will, uh, you know, we sort of switch off uh, and we uh, the shows are usually 
sort of Native American indigenous tribute shows um, that that these are all with. And uh, so that's the Didat Suite, and it's been going really well. Uh, we also do education. Um, in fact, every time we're booked, we always have an education gig or educational outreach. Uh, the cool thing about our educational project is we do have just uh, your basic music fundamentals, um, history type coaching. Uh, but the, I think the other really cool part is sort of our wellness education where we play in rehabs, uh, women's shelters, detention centers, jails, you know, and we actually, uh, you know, discuss and, and go into really, it's a little more uh, personal, but we, you know, we really talk with, um, everyone there and we communicate with music and it's been really successful. And I think a lot of people are starting to notice. And every time we go to, uh, like I said, have an engagement somewhere, uh, we always have one of those bookings. Um, do you want to That's exciting. That? I just want to mention, um, I just released a song too, that it, uh, it got scored by a Canadian composer from Toronto. His name is Charles Cousins. And, and he, he come he he how do you say uh he he made my song he scored my song for a symphony and and i i got i i i i came across the site on, on uh online and they're called museversal from the uk uh -huh. so i contacted them and and uh we, i made arrangements to get my song recorded with the studio orchestra so i didn't hear from them for a while and i thought i got ripped off but but apparently <laughs> I know, right? But I, because I spent all this money, and and then uh, they they finally reached out back to me and said they they were doing a restructuring in their in their company. So oh, when wow. they were doing that, the studio orchestra was no longer available. So they they said they were going to upgrade me for free with the Prague Orchestra, and that was wow. really fantastic. And the song turned out really beautiful, and and it's doing really well on Spotify right now. It's it's getting some uh, good play on on um, oh, on uh, in um, Europe. Are you hearing that feedback? Yeah. yeah there we go. Okay, there we go. So it's getting a lot of good play. It's getting good play in in uh, Australia, in Cyprus, and in UK, and and we're doing really good in in uh, um, Spotify. Like I said, so I'm really excited. So if you ever want to do if you ever want a tour, I have two songs that are, are scored, and I, I'm working on a, a third one to be scored of my original music. That'd be cool. We could do a whole Indigenous evening of, with symphonies. Yeah. That's a great idea. We should yeah. actually coordinate on that afterwards. That'd be, that'd be so, fun. so fun. That'd be great. It would if be. You, if you need a trumpet player for the orchestra. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's uh, uh, a trumpet player on my in, the, in my score. I'll, I'll go back and uh, check it out. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, it is. So I'm really glad you shared that shared that with 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 me and with uh, with the audience. So can you tell us about the upcoming project? And did you say South Africa? Yeah, that that's really neat. That that's. That's kind of that stems from um, another project. So I'll kind of explain the first project. Um, Didat recorded our second album um, in Frogville Studios in Santa Fe, and as as part of that, we uh, met Dan Kiorbeli thanks to uh, Music Works International. Um, Delbert has a mentor named David Greenberg who introduced us 
to his boss that owns Music Works International. What's her name? Uh, Catherine McVickers. Catherine McVickers. And she introduces us to Dan Kjorbley. Dan Kjorbley's a really interesting guy. He um, plays a percussion. He's a South African. He's toured all over the world. He um, works with Peter Gabriel booking his WOMAD tour, that kind of stuff. And, and he was uh, really looking for an artist sort of like us to, to work with. So um, he's uh, helping co-produce our album with John Lindemann, who's uh, a two-time Grammy Award winner for working with Paul Simon and, and those folks in the Graceland time period. And, and as part of that, he's bringing in uh, Phil Manzanera from Roxy Music and Pink Floyd and David Gilmore um, to be on some tracks of our second album. And there's discussions, so we're working on, that's the second Didat album. So in discussions with John and with Dan, um, you know, we really started talking about the indigenous cultures and, and um, you know, South African, South African cultures because they're in South Africa. So Dan had kind of thought of this idea, why don't we literally compare, you know, uh, the Diné tribe to the, um, the Diné people, to these, South, these four different South African tribes and, and look at, you know, the similarities from a musical standpoint. So we're going to like get together with four with musicians from four of their tribes and, and ourselves compose a whole other album and then do a documentary and then fly down to South Africa for a few weeks and, and just get in the studio and, and create some, some new stuff with those folks and then, you know, tour it wherever we can and, and bring it up to the States and then to bring it up to South Africa. So we're really, really Okay, you froze a little bit. I didn't. We didn't get the last part. What's that? You you kind of froze a little bit. Oh. oh okay. So, so yeah, we didn't so hear yeah, the last. We're, we're going to be in the studio for about two or three weeks with those South African musicians, um, making a whole new set of compositions that you know, really musically explore those two different cultures. And on top of that, we're going to build some educational workshops and kind of go into the academia side of it and look at the, uh, and kind of contrast and compare the cultures as a whole. So, you know, we'll have some um, uh, workshops, we'll have um, some lectures, we'll have the uh, the documentary that our, our, um, our filmographer, Maurice Johnson, is going to film, and then we'll have the album as a complete part of that. So, That's so, so we're really excited about that project. Congratulations. That's so exciting. I just want to uh, uh, acknowledge some of the people tuning in. Uh, Felipe Rose, a former member of uh, the Village People, and he says, "Aho, nice, nice, hi, Felipe." And Defy is on, and and uh, Pure, Pure Face that that's an amazing project. So uh, the audience is just um, um, giving a lot of feedback to while you guys are talking. So you know, so please keep telling us more. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so. We have uh, the other thing uh, we're working on right now is called Spirit Coalescent, and it's definitely a community project that comes from New Mexico, Farmington area. Uh, two artists, uh, Karen Ellsbury and Patrick Hazen, uh, they're actually uh, a married couple, but uh, Patrick's a photographer and Karen is an artist, and they create these really cool fused paintings with a picture in the middle and then they have um, abstract painting around it. And so they created eight, eight of these paintings, which are four feet by eight feet uh, big <laughs> canvases. So they're huge. Uh, anyway, there's eight of those. And the trio is going to compose music uh, for each of the paintings. And we also have a choreographer named uh, Mora Garcia, who's going to be, uh, you know, uh, 
doing the choreography for it, and then uh, poetry done by uh, James Pacutus on that. So um, it's all a big collaboration that we're doing. And I, we actually just recently received a residency uh, uh, from our city, so the city of Farmington and also uh, the Farmington Civic Center. Are, we're sort of doing a partnership with them and they're going to uh, uh, help us develop this project and actually put it into a digital format. So, And, and that also has been uh, booked into 2022 as well by, uh, I believe, two or three different um, uh, performing arts centers. And um, it's, it's just a, a great project. Uh, all of these projects, by the way, have uh, community engagements with them. Um, uh, for instance, for this project, for Spirit Coalescent, uh, Patrick and Karen will go out before we perform at whatever place it is, and they're going to do this fusion uh, painting and photo uh, for the community, and the community gets to paint and create, pretty much create a, their, a, a whole nother uh, project, just like we would do with um, the Spirit Coalescent. So it, it's really neat. Uh, it's a many moving pieces, and it allows us to really combine the arts and find a more creative way to put everything together. Uh, our, our next project is actually a musical uh, that is called uh, Natani, and we are actually waiting on... Um, a series of grants that we applied for for development, although uh, we are working on it still, despite whether we get the grants or not. Um, and it should be coming out, I would say, sometime um, next year. Uh, will, it will be available for booking. But it's about uh, sort of an indigenous uh, dancer who's um, you know, who sort of is uh, have a, trying to make a decision whether to live in, you know, modern society or live in his traditional way of life. Uh, so he does that. Uh, there's a lot of dancing in it, a lot of fusion um, with uh, break dancing, uh, the music. Uh, and actually, this whole musical was inspired by our album that we recorded uh, called Born in an Odd Time. So usually musicals will be created and then the album comes. But uh, this time, uh, Mike McLuhan had this idea of a storyline um, about this indigenous character. And the storyline fit our album so great that when we were finished, we said, hey, we should just turn this into a musical. And so now now we have a, a musical going. And there, uh, I think we're going to go about it in a way where we have sort of three three or four maybe uh, set actors that know sort of the lead parts. And then we would uh, work that into a workshop or a community engagement where we hire uh, local actors uh, to fill in the rest of the uh, musical. But uh, again, all the music was written by Didat. And in fact, we are performing uh, our whole album within the musical. That's so awesome. it's, you get, uh, you get the show, the play, uh, actually Nick and I wrote the script along with another fellow theater, uh, director, um, Desiree Henderson. So, uh, we just been working on it and working oh, out the script. So that's so amazing, Delbert. Yeah, that's going to be so great. good. <laughs> So exciting. Oh, my goodness. There's also one thing I want to ask you about. You, do, you just recently won a grant, a $30,000 grant to do a jazz show. 
Yeah, and and that's uh, you know the grant is from Chamber Music America, and it's called the Presenter Consortium for Jazz. Uh, grant. And, and before you go on, I want to mention that only three are granted out a year. Yeah, it, it's actually uh, five. Okay, but yeah, it, it's uh, we but that's were right, all of America, right? Yeah, out of the the entire country. So yeah. we're. Really excited. <laughs> I guess so. Congratulations. Lots, so much going on, so much exciting stuff. But please tell us about the grant. Yeah, so we partner with three presenters, and those are uh, our Farmington Zone, uh, Northwest New Mexico Arts Council, uh, Cortez, Colorado, the Cortez Cultural Center, and Gallup, New Mexico, uh, Gallup Arts Organization. So those are our three um presenters that we decided to partner with at each venue we showcase three artists the same artists at each venue and those artists are uh didat uh you know just just our group and uh julia keith quartet um she's also a native american vocalist jazz vocalist and also uh the brad good quintet uh featuring ernie watts and uh, actually, Rhonda, you you remember Brad? Uh, you yeah, Brad. I remember Brad. <laughs> so he's. I remember you. Of... I remember you took us to to the market, and we had mutton sandwiches, and he said it was the best sandwich he ever had. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad. Brad's a part of it, and Ernie Watts, of course. Uh, you know, very big jazz giant. Um, we actually got the. Uh, we're very lucky to meet him this past week. In fact, our whole film film crew just finished uh, recording Brad, the Brad Goodquintet at the Muse in Lafayette, Colorado, and wow. it was amazing to hear uh, such great musicians and live music for a change. Uh, it was totally uh, mind blowing, and we're just this the series. It, uh, it's called um, the Blue Desert Virtual Tour, and it's going to happen uh, April third. April 10 and April 17 at uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we're just going to showcase uh, uh, broadcast live from uh, Facebook, uh, from nice. the Blue Desert Virtual Tour Facebook page. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to make sure to watch that. I, w I would love to see Brad play again. He's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And, so, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and sort of the, the main purpose of this uh consortium was to really uh, expose, you know, uh, the indigenous communities around our area to jazz music and not only just the music, but the healing components that jazz has within it, uh, like improvisation. Um, we also have a lot of statements from wellness directors and programs that are going to be inserted into these videos, as well as jazz uh, players from around the world that are going to sort of testify and tell our indigenous communities how to really get healing from the music itself. Uh, because uh, just like, uh, you know, in our uh, African-American history, the time of oppression, you know, they, they use jazz music to actually keep on going with their everyday lives. And so that's uh, like substance abuse and suicide and domestic violence going on right now. That's very high in our area. We wanted to showcase uh, these healing components to them 
hoping that you know that it will do the same for them and heal them uh, during this oppress oppressing time. It's like your work with music as medicine. Mm -hmm. Very similar vein. All right, right. That's so cool. So I'm gonna bring on uh, your other band members. But can we? Are we? Are you gonna um, play a tune for us on your trumpet? What's that? Oh, I'm gonna bring on the other guys on. Oh yeah, if you want. <laughs> yeah, of course. The audience is probably waiting for it. <laughs> My new keys. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna give you the screen. I just want to let the, the viewers know that we met through Facebook. You you reached out to me and said, let's collaborate. You, let, I'll bring you to my community. And you wanted me to bring you to my community. And we did. We actually did do that, right? Uh, you, you came to my community. and We did uh, Music is Medicine. 
And then I, I went to your community actually more than once. Uh, uh, you invited me for a jazz festival and I did a tour out there. So that's how we, we met and we became really good friends. You guys are my brothers and I'm so glad that we met and we kept in touch. And um, it's great to see you guys. Your musicianship has grown so much since I since I first met you, and your careers is exploding into the whole world, and it's so exciting, so so exciting. So I'm gonna bring in uh, your other um, bandmates here. Jeez, <laughs> Maurice, Maurice. Okay, hey, I'm trying to uh, unmute them. Let's see. Okay, there you go. Okay, you want to introduce your bandmates? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll just start in the order that I see him on the screen. I see uh, Gerardo Diaz. Gerardo is actually a pretty good percussionist and drummer and musician himself and um, joined the band as an intern uh, a while ago and has since become, uh, you know, director of operations and like drum tech and helps us do everything we got going on. He's uh, a strong back, a hard worker and uh, just an invaluable <laughs> member of the team that we all love traveling with. Um, and next on, on the circle that I see is uh, Maurice Johnson, who has been uh, an absolute blessing to find. Um, one of our other members, uh, Carlos, knew Maurice um, from previous projects. And Maurice is uh, the reason that we look as cool as we do because he's a, a fantastic uh, photographer and, and, and his passion lies in film. And all the cool videos that you see come out from us and all the high quality zooms that we do when we do like the news interviews and that kind of stuff are all thanks to Maurice. So Maurice works just as hard, if not harder than we do to, uh, to uh, get a lot of these projects to come to life and, and pop. So um, Reese is a blast to travel with and, and just like a, a, a friend till the end. So he's fantastic. Um, Jude, Mr. Jude, our, our sound extraordinaire. Uh, he, he, he owns an amazing gallery in um, Gal uh, Gallup. Um, it's uh, Flux Tifa Flux works. works. And he's just a fantastic uh, artist and and Defy hooked that up, and uh, we went to perform at his uh, gallery, and it was the funniest thing. We we set up and sound checked in like 20 minutes and did a live stream, and it was probably one of the best sounding live streams we've ever done. So, so we knew right off the bat that Jude was incredibly talented, and he's what we found out later was he was a, a, an actual trained sound engineer. You know, and, yeah. In addition to being this amazing um, artist, so so Jude is uh, a blessing to travel with and a fantastic. It's, uh, addition to the team and, and makes us sound good. So, um, so yeah. And then I think that's everyone that's on the call right now. But we also have um, Carlos Martinez, who is uh, again started out as an intern, but has been uh, a friend and a blessing, and helped develop the website and help keeps us on track and shot some music videos for um, uh, Defy and, and helps us do all of our videography as well, and, and just sort of does. Everything. He just elevates the whole band uh, and gives us a, a platform to do all these amazing things as well. So I think he was on the call earlier. I don't know if he's on there now. Um, so yeah. I'm going to ask each of, all your bandmates how, how they uh, got, got 
hooked up with you. First one I asked, yes, Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you, Rhonda, finally. <laughs> I used to date a guy named Gerardo. Flashbacks. So how did you get, how did you, um, how did you meet Delbert and, and Nicholas? How did that uh, so funny, funny enough, um, Delbert uh, actually was an educator at uh, the first college I went to at San Juan, and I kind of got hooked up through him through the music program because uh, I played uh, drums for the jazz band one semester, and he was the instructor, so that's how I met Delbert. But uh, for the dad, I met him through an internship that I actually took my last semester at, uh, at Highlands University, so... I found the internship online and I applied and they uh, got back to me and they, they got me on. So that's how I joined the team. And so far, it's been a blast. It's been about a year now, so no regrets. I guess not. The, the band is just like going crazy. It's just like exploding and so much exciting things is happening for 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 the band and I'm really excited to see all the all your projects come into fruition and it's just so exciting and, and it's very nice to meet you. And Maurice, can you tell us uh, how you got um how did you end up collaborating with uh, um Delbert and Nicholas? And yes. and sorry. all right first I want to say hello Rhonda. It's nice Hi. to finally meet you. Happy International Women's Day. Um, I first met Delbert and Nicholas because uh, our uh, the intern Carlos Martinez uh, recommended me as a videographer to help them shoot a musical series called uh, Heart Space Live, and that's how we got connected, and we've been working together ever since and I'm very like super honored and super blessed to be working with them and I get to work with all these amazing other people and I'm just super happy that's basically how it started that's awesome so uh, and and Jude how did you end up collaborating with Delbert and Nicholas Oh, I think he's on mute. Hold on here. Hello, hello. Hi, I, we can hear you. So okay, did, cool. Can you tell us how you ended up collaborating with um, Delbert and Nicholas? Yeah, definitely. I think it's like Nicholas was saying. Um, I used to, I've worked with Defy for years here in Gallup. Um, I've been in the um, the scene here, the music scene here for since I got in it. So. Uh, yeah, I invited him over to my gallery as um, I do monthly music guests at Flux Two Forks, and um, they came in, and I'm glad they liked what they saw, and they hit me up a few months later and offered me the position as their sound guy, and of course I took it. It was it's been awesome. I work with a bunch of professionals here, and I couldn't ask for anything more as a sound engineer. These guys are awesome. That's awesome. All you guys sound awesome. I can't wait to hear hear you guys perform all together. Um, is that what you want to do, Delbert? Are you guys wanting to perform all together? Or are you uh, up for that? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah, I got to see what uh, I, we got to perform with you too, Rhonda. We got to see what you can do with your vocals. Oh my God, what are you going to perform? What are you going to play? <laughs> I might have to uh, Google the lyrics. <laughs> Remember, you used to do it at last with us. That was good. Oh, I could do it last. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I'm still gonna Google the lyrics. <laughs> you want to do oh, it last? Is, uh, S oh, right now? Oh yes. Well, yeah, let Dalbert and you do a, a duet there. <laughs> you you want to do it last? Can you do it on trumpet? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just follow, I'll just follow you. At last? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> hey, let me some background music here. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about like later on. I know you meant that. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it live if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, <laughs> but it's up to you. If you don't want to, that's fine. We'll 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 do it later. We'll we'll save it for later. For after the show, or are we going to jam after the show? <laughs> <laughs> My sister says you're all you're all funny. You're all silly. <laughs> But it, did you guys want to try it, try a song when you're? Would you uh, be up for that? Oh, um, I don't. <laughs> all it's we a, have is trumpet right now. Yeah. Okay, oh, there well, you that's, go. Fine. that's fine then. Beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do an offline jam after. <laughs> yeah. I'll do the five part. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's Hi, so if you're watching. Sorry. <laughs> it's so awesome that I got to meet you all. I hope I can uh, uh, perform at your your gallery one time when I'm ever in the in the in the area, Jude. Anytime, anytime yeah. you're in the area, let me know and we will make it happen. I would love to perform there. I'm yeah. sure Delbert would will invite me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully COVID will be over soon and the numbers are, are going down. Uh, Teresa says, I'll use our the doo-wop girls, eh? Doo-wop, <laughs> <laughs> doo-wop. <laughs> Gerardo's taking the highs. Yeah. I always do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not warmed up, though. <laughs> So, so it was really wonderful to meet all of you, and I'm so glad you, uh, Del Delbert, wanted all of us to be a part of the show, and and uh, looking forward to to uh, watching you online with all your new your new exciting exciting um, performances and online gigs. And Defy just joined us, so I got to add him on here, so he could probably do a, he could probably do a. A show for us. You want to you yeah. do a, a song for us, Defy? 
Yeah, I'm down to kick a verse. Can you hear me? Ooh. I hear you. Okay, mic check. One, two. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yep, for, thanks for tuning in. We live. All right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> a rebel without a pause treads softly on desert sand. He reps his clan, treasures fam, and respects the land. Wears a headband, happy as a pleasant man. Legend goes, historian falls with a special plan. He learned the English language from a second hand, spoke a native tongue till he had sung one with the drum till his lungs became numb from the blessing chant. Stood up, fought for his people, and he never ran. Yo, we did that and defy coming true with sound. I'm going to represent right here for the Bilaganas and Muniyas, the tribe people. All of the time, I shine like a fly eagle. <laughs> hey, shout out to the Muniyas out there. <laughs> I just say that word, Muniyal, because that's the one word that, uh, that Rhonda taught me. And uh, Muniyal is like the equivalent to us saying Bilaganas. And that's kind of like refers to like the non-tribal ones. <laughs> so, I, you, <laughs> so I had to throw Moonia. that word Mooney out in there. I can't remember you, you still remember that. <laughs> I, ju- I just remember like when you came down here, that little like cultural exchange we kind of had because, you know, it was like very quick. But yeah, I remember you telling me that we got a kick out of that just because it was a little inside joke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but he started rapping at it. I wonder if he's gonna say Munial. <laughs> Y'all, I didn't hear nothing except the word Munial. <laughs> but um, but you know, I Rhonda and I actually have collaborated too uh, on a song before. So it's actually a hip hop song we have together featuring uh, our buddy Helen back, our brother. Shout out to Helen back, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I love Rhonda's part on there. It's amazing. So hopefully we could collab sometime together, Rhonda. Oh, yeah, and for that. sure, for sure, I would love to. I'm, I'm open up for collaborations with anyone. I'm just uh, since I started doing this show, like everyone wants to collaborate, and I can't wait for COVID to be over. But but I have been doing some collaboration through um, through di- digitally. So that's the mm. uh, good thing about the internet and and, um, and the di- digital world and covid i guess like like we uh we're we're saying like for some people covid has been a blessing and um, i know it's keeping me very very busy and, and thinking outside the box and that's what you guys are doing you're doing a wonderful job and and uh, it's so exciting to hear all the projects that you're you're involved in and and uh I can't wait to see your online shows and, and your collaboration with, with uh, musicians in South Africa. That sounds so so amazing, and I can't wait to hear hear the the, um, the melodies and, and because it's going to come from the from the heart of of, of Turtle Island and the heart of, of uh, South Africa. So it's going to be it's the blending of the, the mm. Turtle music. It's going to sound so beautiful, and, and it's probably going to be spiritual. So I can't wait to hear. That that uh, finished product, so I'm so proud of you guys, and and uh, um, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm so happy you you all came on to my show, and and uh, you're my 66th guest, so uh, it's not Whoa. gonna stop. I'm gonna keep on going. <laughs> lots and lots of other indigenous artists, indigenous superstar artists to 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 um, interview. And I, 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 I was gonna wait. I'm, I'm gonna announce it right now. I was gonna wait till I have the, have the uh, press release done, and then, uh, and I'm working on the radio ads right now. 
but I'm working on a music music award show. It's called the Indigenous Superstars Music Award Show, and because of of, uh, of, of all my all my musician friends that are involved in all different genres, uh, there's 24 ca categories, and jazz and blues is one uh, category, and there's also mm -hmm. So it's really exciting, and, and uh, I'm gonna be announcing it probably within the next, like formally within the next two weeks. So I'm really excited yeah. about it. Uh, you know, I'm encourage, gonna encourage all my musician friends, indigenous musician friends, to uh, uh, and colleagues and brothers and sisters to to submit. So it's gonna be really, um, you know, a great platform to to showcase your music, and I'm gonna be trying to get um, to work on. Uh, to to partner with other other uh, uh, music uh, uh, industry people, so we can so I could try and promote the the music as much as I can. Like uh, I know a lot of award shows, just you just get an award and then that's it. Like I want it to be more for 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 the artists to to get their music out there. Not just not only not only for to be on the award show, but to continue to promote. Our, our music and so we have a platform because as indigenous artists I know that we don't have much of a platform to showcase our music and, and uh, so that's why I'm, what that's what one of the projects that I'm working on so I, I just encourage all the artists to to submit and I'm really excited because I'm, I'm so proud of all our, our indigenous musicians like you guys are doing such a great work in the in your genre and the jazz genre and the hip hop genre. So that's my announcement. I wasn't gonna say it right away, yes. but it just got me all excited and, and inspired. So um, that's what I'm up to. <laughs> Very cool. Nice. Awesome. Hey, Rhonda. Woo! Hey. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rhonda, for looking out for everybody. It means a lot to us. Yep. So do you have any parting words you wanna say? Um, I think, you know, just check us out on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at DDAT Live. You can look at the website, ddatlive.com. And uh, keep an eye out for all the different stuff we have coming up. There's the Blue Desert Virtual Tour and then all of our other projects. Just keep an eye out for those booking dates. And uh, we'll make sure and share everything we're doing online. So thank you, Rhonda. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, thank you, Rhonda. <laughs> thank you. Good to see you, Defy. And it's great to meet oh. you. Gerardo, Maurice. <laughs> Teach me a new word real quick before we go. Yes. yes. Um, let me see. What, what could I say? Oh, what? What does that mean? Kitom. Kitom. Kewap. Kewap. Mitin. Mitin. That means I shall see you again. I will see you again. Aww. I will see you again. Could I hear one more time? I need to remember this one. Kitam Watam Watin. Ah. I'll I'll uh, face I'll send you a okay. message through Facebook so you can and, and with the phonetics. Okay, I need to learn some new words. So thank you, Rhonda. You I will see you again. All right, I'll see you again. Love you. And then and, and shout out to all indigenous superstars worldwide across Turtle Island. That means I love you. Love you too. Okay. Oh. That's what it means. For us too, Esther. I love you oh, sure. very much. Shit, buddies.
thank you again for, for being part of the show. Thank you. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstar.